0: Hey, it's summer, we're getting outside and it's a great time to upgrade your outdoor furniture. And you can do that super easy without spending a ton of money with Article. That's right, Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. So whether it's indoor or outdoor furniture, Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash V-I-A-L-L and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com V-I-A-L-L. V-I-A-L to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another special edition of the Vile Files Bachelor Recap. And we have a fantastic episode for you today because the one and only Heather McDonald is with us in studio to break down this episode of The Bachelorette. And it's special because Heather was, in fact, part of this episode. So we get a little bit of insider information, at least on the first date or take on some of the men. And then we'll recap the rest of the episode. Heather.
1: Hi. How are you? Great. Great.
0: It's so nice to have you uh, Before we get in the episode I just have to remind my audience Of some of the other things going on This week uh, Tomorrow we have a fantastic episode With the one and only Tanks uh, If you don't know her She is on uh, Killing it on the old TikTok and Instagram Some amazing funny thoughts On all things relationship dating life Be sure to check that out tomorrow And now Heather Let's focus okay. On The Bachelorette <laughs> um, First question for you is Um I'm kind of curious, obviously, I'm assuming this is your first time like on the set of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, right?
1: Oh yes, but I mean, if you remember from our history together, I have been watching it since the Alex Michelle days, Yeah, I don't think I've ever really (laughs) missed, there was one season with a football player that I don't know why I kind of missed that season, but I think every Bachelorette season, every Bachelor season, um, every time a new season starts, I'm like, I'm done. And then Monday rolls around and there's nothing else I wanna watch. And then, and then I'm are. hooked.
0: So my first question to you was someone who's watched it, you know, and you, as a fan, especially you knew a lot of the inner workings and you've, we have a relationship and I'm sure you've talked to plenty of other bachelor alum. Did your expectation meet, especially after watching it back, what was that experience like for you, who's someone who's for the first time, you know, on the production side you hosted a date obviously so many things are taken out for time purposes right what was that like for you watching it back
1: i mean i thought the producers were great i really loved everyone that worked on it um obviously like the setup and everything being in tv i understood all that one thing i was like impressed with that i didn't think a lot of people as a viewer would think about is that especially someone like katie that literally didn't even go that far in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, her date was ended because his boyfriend showed up and they wanted to massage each other. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. With Matt and um, what's his name? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. They were just, he could not believe his friend was there. And so Katie was just kind of like, Hey, and then she gets not no longer on the show. So. Being that she's you know not an actress or anything, not a professional host, but also that she didn't even go as long as most bachelorettes go, mm-hmm. in the process, they throw a lot at them yes. host wise, of like, hey, this is the date, da 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 da, and I think that's just a lot of extra pressure that I think a viewer doesn't really think about. That's yep. a lot, you know. And I think she did great. Um, and even watching this past episode, I was like. I started to cry at one point. Like, I, I think there's a lot I got, to her, and, I, and I'm I impressed with the I cried this cast. episode. I cried so much. Yeah. I, cried so this much episode. Home. So I mean, much. I was, like, I hiding
0: from Natalie. Like, I didn't sob, but I was, like, she cried, and then I was just, like, I turned away and, like, kind of I mean, yeah. a yeah. tear. Amanda so didn't, I don't think. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> She's a jud- judgy judger. I'm just kidding.
2: No, I <laughs> cry at the stuff that nobody else cries at, and then I think the real tear jerker is, I'm just like, what? Uh <laughs> Um,
0: I like that you said that I always try to offer perspective to my audience yeah. and, and things like that, you know, through various times, I'll like sometimes say, well, it's the experience for your top three or four. Historically, it's different now with the travel is just different yeah. if you don't. And it's not because of anything other than, you know, to film the show. Let And I'm just talking pre COVID, right? right? It's typically eight to nine weeks. And, uh, the first uh, the first like month is they get through the first, like everything up into hometowns is done filming within the first four and a half, five weeks. And then you have almost half the amount of time for just the top four. Yeah. And so the amount of time almost doubles that you're on this, in this world, if you are top four and because it's only four, then you have a lot, it, it's a lot more of getting to know who your top four really is. right? Which makes a very interesting point. This episode, there was a lot of new things they haven't done before. Mm -hmm. And the Greg, Greg, the Greg, Greg getting the first one-on-one when he was the recipient of the first impression rose was a big deal for anyone who's watched the season before. Historically, the person who gets the first impression rose almost never even gets a date the first week. The idea is
1: kind of spreading it out. It's just like, hey, milking it out. We know that she's into you. She's
0: going to stick around. Um, There's already probably a target on your back. Also, you don't know this world. So we'll just put you on the sideline and see how you respond to being sidelined. Right. Right. So there's
2: Abigail's probably like, fuck you, Greg. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Or a lot. I mean, I, I got the first impression, Rose. I sat on the sideline. And it's like you tell yourself the whole time and you know nothing about what's going on. You're just like, this is all bizarre. Yeah. So I remember telling myself, okay, look, I got the first impression rose. So like, I, sh- like, I should be fine, but like, what the fuck? I'm not on a date. It's a weird thing. And so Greg gets the first date and we'll, you know, cover mm-hmm. the date in a second. But I thought it was really interesting. Uh, a former head producer who's no longer with the show once told me that they typically will find their villains by whoever is the first impression rose winner or on the first date. That's historically and that might be back in the day, and it's different now with like what it means to be a villain, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of it your villain has comes to do with who get who the lead likes, who gets a lot of validation early on, and how they handle that validation, and more specifically how the rest of the house perceives how they handle that validation. So for Greg to get Uh, The first impression rose And the first one on one Is a huge risk for Katie If she does in fact really like Greg So then you ask yourself Why did he get it It's not an accident And while Katie probably was like I really like him My guess that was more of a production choice Rather than Katie's choice Because it really doesn't make a bit of difference Whether who has the first one on one Versus the fifth You're not going to have anyone getting two for the most part.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I was the producer and I knew because they're going to know a lot about these guys before they choose them, that in fact, his dad has passed Mm -hmm. and Katie's dad has passed. I, you know, uh, and then she talks about that, you know, she fished with her dad and he said he fished with her dad and I was at the property. There isn't that much to do.
0: They do Uh, a great job of making that place look uh, nice. Yeah,
1: they do. Because I was there. And uh, I even said, like, with all due respect, producers, like, how did you choose this place? And one of the producers said, you know, we were all set to go to this, like, drop-dead gorgeous place in Canada. Yeah. And that's when the spike was so high in March and uh, of COVID. And so they did have to find a place. And they really did a good job with it. Because I... It makes you
0: wonder. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, And they do a good job. Yeah,
1: (laughs) they did a really good job, and there isn't that like much to do either, you know. So like, they're probably like, okay, well, I did. Oh, oh yeah, I'll definitely go fishing on a date. I used to fish with my dad, and then I think they were like, you know, and and because she's, you know, like, hey, sure, yeah, I'd like to to go on a one-on-date one one one-on-one date with him because I like him. I don't think there was maybe in your case or other cases a producer being like you know who I think, you know, let's hold back, you, you, yeah. you know, well, let's, that kind of thing. But here's
0: Sorry. why, because at first I was like, the, as, first, as soon as Greg got that first one-on-one, I was like, okay, that's different. I'm, why, why? I'm curious, and so I'm watching the whole time, trying to figure out the why. And then you saw, you heard Katie talking a lot about her dad, and then you had this big reveal of like Greg being like, yeah, my, and, and the way it was shot, or the way Greg waited, I don't know how it all went down, but it was really beautifully done in a way. That made you go oh. and then yeah. i thought to myself well yeah but like that's not wait like even if they waited for greg on week five that would have been a great moment then and it would, it would have been a great moment for both of them whenever that was revealed but then i thought to myself and going back to your original point my guess is and i'm pretty sure it's because we didn't get to know kate this no. this episode was all about who is Katie how can we relate to Katie and we learned a lot about Katie we Re- her relationship with her father how her upbringing the the, the she struggled
1: a lot financially money as a financially yeah. so this
0: episode was about who is Katie and and other seasons sometimes they don't need to do that because we've we we got to know them we
1: saw their hometown they
0: saw their hometown yeah. we saw their you know and then if they're in the fantasy suite there's more just who are you really some of the other things right and and that's why we got to we spent a lot of time and my guess is that is why greg was picked for that reason yes when otherwise he might have gotten a one-on-one week five at the risk of too many guys getting mad at greg
1: and i mean i and i think he's like a delight and one other thing i noticed when i was doing the show so they sent me They only sent me the photos of the people that I was going to have on my date. And I was like, well, okay. Like, like, you know, let's see. Let me just say, there's distinct personalities. And then what you didn't see. So my date comes, okay? Yeah, so so let's talk about your date. Sorry. Um, So my date came, and basically, when they asked me to do the show, I didn't really know, but I figured, okay, there's going to be some type of presentation because I'm a stand-up and I'm gonna help these guys put together something so you know it starts out you know the greatest lover and sex positive and all this um, is Katie so let's like get into it and I was I was glad how it worked out because originally I was like this is a little too sexual for me like I'm raising two straight males who you know? I'm sorry. Wish they weren't, but they're straight. Whatever. They'd be better in Hollywood. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. So I just was like, so I'm like, like and and I'm like a mom with teenage boys. Like I can't be like too like show your dick size, buddy. Like are you talking?
0: Yeah. So are you talking about like what you were saying versus what was aired?
1: No, uh, like when I got like the original notes, sure. I I was just like hey, let me just tell you what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about dick size. I'm not going to humiliate these guys. Like, sure. I don't like that. I don't think that's a sign of feminism. Like, when, you know, when on other shows where people are like, oh, I asked for a dick pic before I date him. If they, I don't I'm like, well, do you want your daughter to be told, hey, show me the inside of your vagina before I take you out? Like, I, I don't like that. I think it's gross and I don't like it. And I don't, you know, as a mom, I don't like objectifying men no matter what the mm-hmm. deal is. I think it's just as bad as objectifying women. So I was like, so I was really happy with having a conversation with them and where we went. I liked that, you know, I asked the questions and that was really fun to see how well they did. And they were all like sweet there. And then I got to go and help them with what they were gonna do to show them that they were the greatest lover. And that part I did really enjoy. Cause the first person I walked in is the singer Connor. Okay. And when I first saw okay. him there, now I'm tall. Remember how impressed I was by your height? Yeah. I'm a tall, you okay. And, and he is, he is, very, in that, in he, that
0: group, sure, because they always tall, John, they cast giants historically.
1: Right. Yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Way, I liked seeing that there were different types. Yeah. Because I think traditionally there, it was a very specific jockey type of guy. And, and not that he wasn't fit, he was just a a short a shorter guy, you know. Like 5'11, not even that short. You think he's not 5'11? He's definitely not 5'11. I I was next to him. No.
0: I was too. I don't know. I mean, I remember okay, he's around that. He's not he's not the typical 6'2.
1: Also in the lineup, he had like a coat on that was like a long coat. Yeah. So it,
0: But there's a lot of guys like who it, are like, like 6 Like it didn't
1: fit. Like it, no, it was like like a pea coat, you know, like a longer oh, yeah. coat, on like a, a short Person, I was a little bit just like, oh, like, oh, hello. Like, because I'm on the stage. So I was like, oh, hello, little one, And so I was a little bit like, okay. He's
0: not the normal.
1: But then dude. when I to- went over and he starts telling me the words to the song and how talented he was yeah. and clever, I was like, Oh yeah, I got it now. Like I got why he was chosen. I got why she's into him. I think he's super cute. She's petite, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But and it doesn't matter even if if she was tall and he was small. But I'm just saying, I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm into this. And then and then what I wish they did show is because I did really kind of help some of them. And I was like, he sang the song, and then I said, the only thing I was put is, you know, a little self deprecating about you, and a little bit more about what's cool about her people want to hear about themselves yeah so his song killed it you know it was really good
0: it was great he's a apparently a, he was a or was or is a uh, piano bar performer so well
1: i believe that it makes a lot
0: of sense that he's quick with lyrics and kind of play anything very talented yeah. super
1: talented yeah. and so like great okay and, and all the guys loved that too so the other guys are like in the audience right so um okay so then i go over to um christian who is mr boston really yeah, strong yes. boston accent yeah and he's in the same room hearing connor like kill it on this clever song yeah. that he wrote in two minutes so he's like oh, i don't know what to do you know and i was like oh my god this little baby like let me help him so i i was like you know If this is about being the greatest lover and being married I've been married for 21 years it's not all about the boning like a bigger turn-on is walking and seeing your husband with a baby strapped to his body vacuuming like then you're like uh, yeah let's fuck like that like let's throw the baby to grandma like there's nothing better than that so I'm like what can you do like are you are you handy could you like could you fix something in the house do you know how to work the remote controls like do you know like can you cook a little like where how are you gonna get her so relaxed that that, then you can show her that you're the greatest lover so he was like and so he did really well and then afterwards they wouldn't really let me talk to them but he was just like, like he was adorable he was adorable and he was like proud he did well now this one guy, I'll tell you which one he is. He started all the shit last night. Where is he? Carl. Carl. Wait, why can't I find his face? Okay. <clears throat> I was point it, to him. I, that was my biggest okay, question Carl. for you. Carl. Was yeah. it as bad? He's the motivational speaker, yeah. right? Was it yes. as awkward or as oh, bad as they made it seem? Like you guys, first of all, when I would go and talk to some of them, I said, Okay, just like I I'm a comedian. Like just know like keep it tight. Keep it tight. Like mm. I'd be like he's like and then I'm gonna go through six things and I'm like, I'd keep it to three. Like you're you're trying to offer some I'm just like as
0: a mother married woman successful marriage comedian performer you're like I'm just here as a resource if you ever wanted your friends to think you were a professional home designer, well, now you can with Article. And you can do it, like, super, uh, like, not by spending a ton of money. And so whether it's your indoor furniture, outdoor furniture, upgrade your looks with Article. Ar- Article also has this uh, new look, the Seaside Retreat. This hand series features elegantly designed pieces made from natural materials and completed by pops of bold blues, yellow, and greens. Evoke the feel. Of a refined beatside haven in your backyard. Who wouldn't want that? They also make the shopping experience super great. Save up to thirty percent over traditional retail prices because you know what? Screw you, middleman. Their savings yeah. go directly to you. And if you don't like it, they will make the exchange process super easy. Fast affordable shipping is available across the US and Canada and is free. Orders over nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars. So upgrade your furniture with Article. Article is offering our listeners fifty dollars off your first purchase of one hundred dollars or more. Go to article.com/viall and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com/viall to get fifty dollars off your first purchase of one hundred dollars or more. Hey, get your spirit on, that's right, with uh, Vizzy Hard Seltzer at the same time getting a- antioxidants, and vitamin C. What a win. Upgrade your immune system and get a little tipsy with Vizzy. Whew, who could ask for anything more? There's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but this is a bold and delicious new drink. Dual fruit flavors, antioxidants, vitamin C. Vizzy celebrates inclusion and has donated one million dollars to the human rights campaign over three years to support their fight for LGBTQ plus equality. That's amazing. So also support great causes and delicious uh, hard seltzer drinks with uh, the health benefits of vitamin C and antioxidants. Delicious flavors like watermelon, peach, raspberry, and strawberry. Amazing. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy to find out where to purchase Vizzy. Limited edition pride packaging, or any of their other refreshing flavors, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get updates on our latest flavors, drops, and more. Sign up for our emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's com backslash subscribe. Must be 21 years or older.
1: He was just like, well, no, no, no. Oh, I'm not going to share it all with you. Because I'm like, okay, what else do you got? No, I'm sh- I mean, all right, go. This thing, and I am not kidding, because afterwards I go, I think that went on for 15 minutes, and then the producer said 18 and a half. Everybody else's was like five. five or under. I mean, we were dying. And then I didn't know he was a motivational speaker, so I'm like. How
0: old, a, a th- how old is Carl? 34.
1: He seems younger than 34. that, actually. And I'm like. I'm like, thank you, Tony Robbins, and no, I don't want to buy the condo. Like, what the hell was that? That was a yeah. long. Your joke after like that was, What was your joke after that? It was so funny. They, I know I they changed. Down. I think they sent peaches because I don't. I'd have to watch it back, but. There was another guy that talked about having a safe word in sex. Oh yeah. And the, say say word the safe word is word. So then I was like, peaches, peaches, peaches. <laughs> Cause you're so annoying. Like I was so literally funny. like, I feel like I'm in Florida stuck at a timeshare and I just want to kill myself. Like that was, we were all held hostage for like 18 minutes. It yeah, was I, awful. I've,
0: uh, when people call them, like, it's weird. Cause like I have this podcast and one of the shows is relationship advice and I've, referring to yourself as a motivational speaker to me bit of a red flag I mean they're <laughs> like yeah if you're Tony Robbins right I feel like it's fine you know if you're making real money and going and speaking at real events sure but it's just a weird thing
1: I would not want to, to date. I would not want to date Tony Ro- first of all I've met Tony Roberts okay Robbins robbins either way i met him at the playboy mansion Uh okay Okay. yeah as you do when you're meeting a pastor or motivational speaker either or so and this is like a long time ago but i did i used to watch his commercials okay and i was not pursuing stand-up or comedy or anything and i knew that i should but i was too afraid to like Mm -hmm. start so i'm like i'm ordering these these cassette tapes about like, you know, and I'd listened to them in my Toyota Celica. I didn't really get through all of them, but I listened to some of them, but I, so then I see him and I go, Tony, I just want to tell you, I got your tapes. And at the time I was on a TV show on MTV and I got, I did this and this, I started doing stamp six years later, I'm on a TV show on MTV. And I just want to thank you. And he's like, Oh, okay. What is it? You know? that Monday this whole thing gets delivered to my show of his latest tapes indeed well not tapes now they were uh cds and um and I was like oh okay but I always just remember his speeches were like I'm in Venice Beach in a one studio apartment washing dishes in the bathtub and I was like why did you have to do it in the bathtub and how many dishes do you have you fat fuck like you're one person like what is going on and so, no, I wouldn't want to be married to Tony Robbins and I know some shit about his personal life and you don't want to be married to him. I don't even know if he has a wife. He's like, there's a lot of stuff about that. But do you imagine just that's your husband? Like, get up, start your day. Like, ah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm like, it's weird because, like, you know, I my girlfriend, where I give a Your lot of girlfriend's rela- a motivational speaker. No, but I give a lot of relationships. otherwise my podcast, I get people asking me, and I'm very careful. Like, sometimes I like, what do you think of this or what do you think of yeah. that? And it's just like I, I'm, I love people like, oh, do you listen to some some of the some of Nick's episodes? And she doesn't, and I'm glad. Like, it would just be, I don't wanna. I'm very, like, I try to be very self-aware about the fact that, like, while I appreciate people listening to me, like, there is a, like, a limit to how anyone can... In a relationship, you don't want to be that person in your relationship. Yeah. Like, the motivational speaker in your relationship or the the sage or whatever. But, like, yeah, a 34-year-old guy. And it's just more like, it's a... Maybe he's great, but I think, personally, long story short, as we... It's a red flag for someone to come out and say, yep, motivational speaker. And like average person's never heard of you.
1: Well, I think it's the same thing with, I'm a life coach and no sure. offense to life coaches. There are some that really are life coaches. Really and great, like,
0: but I look at I it with a grain of salt. People, I'm, a, I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a skeptic when people come out and some of them, like you said, I've worked with some, some of them have been on our, our, our podcast, Yeah. but I'm, I'm a skeptic. But I
1: also think a life coach has to be kind of of a certain age. They've had to have lived a life. To be a life coach. If you beat a 23 year old life <laughs> coach, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, if she, if, if the person's 45, whatever, and they're like, even like a lot of people have coaches for like their own business to motivate them in the morning. Like, that I think is like, hey, whatever works for you. But not, so right not the bat, when you're on the batch. Carl, yeah. Carl
0: was worse yes. than what we got to see because, yes. oh, yeah. Part of him being so bad was just the, lack of self-awareness and the space he was taking. Also,
1: it wasn't a good speech either. It yeah. wasn't f- like trying to be funny. It wasn't funny. It was luxury. It was weird. He mispronounced words. I was like, this is like the worst motivational speech. I mean, the only thing is that we were just dying laughing. And that... He and that, motivated
0: I, people not to be a motivational speaker.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, it was really funny. It was really fun having uh, Tasha and Caitlin there. I really do think that element it just helped like it is a weird show they're not traveling it was during covid she is a newer there's so many newer aspects to this version of the bachelorette but i think the addition of taisha and and caitlin is really great because yeah. like the laughing like we were like i was next to them they didn't show you but i was like on a chair next to them we were like laugh like girl crying laughing like squeezing each other like it was it was super fun to do you,
2: watch. Do you guys get like cocktails to get through Carl's bit? Like are there drinks Oh yeah, drinks they, we all provided? had drinks. Okay, We great. all had drinks. Great, great yeah, great.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, uh, that was interesting. Let's talk about Mike. It's interesting. Okay. Just from my perspective, and I'm questioning for you. Okay. Obviously produced in the sense of the timing of it all and sure. But oh, it, I find it yeah, coincidental mm-hmm. that, I mean your first book that you wrote, it was a lot about you being a virgin late into your 20s. So like you can relate to waiting for sex. Yes. I typically, uh, when, especially when The Bachelor makes a big deal about virginity, I kind of roll my eyes. And then when people call in on the show about waiting, I always hear a lot of different reasons of why people wait, you know, sometimes it's unclear to them and a lot of people will reference religion and obviously Mike has talked about religious and then it's like people, I honestly, and I'm curious what you think and then I'll open it up to everyone else. I thought that was the best explanation for waiting for marriage that I've ever heard because Mike was, we didn't reference God in his speech. He was just like, say what you want about me, but I have an idea of my head of what I want. And I want one person and I want her to feel confident and secure about my feelings. And I want her to know that before I even knew she existed, that I wanted to wait for her. And it's a gift that I've been basically developing and creating and, and building slowly over the course of my life to present to the love of my life, whoever she is when we get married. And I was like, Oh my God. Like first I, I thought that was great, and I if if you are going to wait, do it like Mike. Is it kind of was my takeaway? I don't know what everyone else thought.
1: Well, so they told me like the day of or something um, that you know he was. I I don't know when I found out, but I found out like the day of the thing that there is a thirty-one-year-old virgin, and he's kind of. I, I didn't know who it was. They said there's a virgin. And then when I was doing it in the question marks and stuff, then I felt like really bad for him.
0: So you didn't know, they kind of look for a virgin or what?
1: Yeah, I think they told me <laughs> Can there you was. you smell
0: them out? No, like,
1: uh... I, I, I'm trying to remember, but I think they said there is a virgin. And then I figured out, oh God, I think it's the guy that keeps writing question mark on the thing. <laughs> and being that I was a 27 year old virgin who did not, I stopped sharing it with people. Um, like I was in theater and did worked on things. I was writing on the Kidnapper Wayne show as a virgin. And all they did was, I was with all men, all they did was talk about sex. And I was writing sex jokes and everything. And it was like, embar- like it became like a, a burden and embarrassing. And, um and I, I was raised religious, but it was more like I just wanted someone to say they loved me first, you know? Then I was like, okay, fucking rip off the band-aid, dork, and, like, get it over with. And so, and that I do suggest people just fucking, like, get on the pill, use a condom, be safe, don't get super wasted, and just, like, have sex. Because I do think, my opinion, it becomes this overwhelming sure. thing, and it'll keep you from possibly meeting the right person because the right person is is like they just think you don't like them or they or they think oh my god if we do have sex they're going to want to have my baby they're going to never leave me alone they're going to be so psychotic because they're going to get the dick for the first time they're not going to know what to do with it or vice versa so when they told me that i started to have like like anxiety for him of like how he was going to answer these questions so then i said to the producers like they didn't even know they didn't even know that i had the book that i was a 27 year old virgin because yeah, my, didn't show, know that was coincidence. No, my show yeah. is like yeah. very edgy, very sexual. Sure. Like I talk about it, ask a million questions. I have swingers on like I, because I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't have enough of it. And now, you know, make it up for lost time with my husband, whatever. So, okay. So I was like, if yeah, hey, you guys might know I was a virgin until I was 27. I totally feel his anxiety, whatever. So then when I was going around to like help the people, they're like, he's freaking out he's like crying and he's freaking out with a producer and then i really worried that he might leave like i i was afraid he would just leave the show and not do it so when i saw that presentation i was blown away i cried i they didn't show me i was crying i think maybe even the girls might have been emotional It was beautiful it was so good and then he gets in the van with us to go to the next to leave that spot now they're going to have their after party with his like trophy thing and um He was elated. All the guys, like standing ovation, all the guys were like, that's awesome. He had such great support with the other cast. And he was so happy and so elated and felt so great, like getting that off his chest in the beginning, I think. I thought it was just perfectly done.
0: And it's weird because, you know, Chrissy, you were saying produce. It's one of those things when Nellie and I were watching it because you don't know what his his speech is going to say. It felt really... At first, it was like, oh, God, this is a little early in the, in the process to, like, be putting this guy on fucking blast when it comes to his virginity, right? Yeah. Like, it yes, was like, 100%. Oh. And, and then it kind of, like, last week when we were, like, who's top four or whatever, we were, like, I don't know, they show a preview of this guy crying about sex. We're, like, clearly that means he goes far because they're not going to get into sex until, like, later in the season. All of a sudden, you turn on episode two. Here's this, like, oh, it's it's already happening so but then it's like sometimes the payoff is worth the uncomfortable tension that is created yes and sometimes it's sometimes it goes good and sometimes it goes bad i always like people always ask about like how scripted and how forced how produced and it's just like i'll just and i I will say it over and over i'll say it a hundred more times they create situations and and they have a hope of what they think could happen but they adapt to what actually does happen and they might get a sense of what he might say. And they might've thought, I think he has a really good handle on his virginity, despite the pressure we're going to put him in.
3: Do you think that because it's like a covid situation and you were saying earlier, Heather, that like you can tell like these things are set up a little bit more that we're seeing the setups a little bit more in the producing of it? Like, okay, there's a sex date. So obviously they were going to put him in that situation. My heart actually went out to him Mm -hmm. because I'm sure he would have wanted to have that conversation one on one on one. And he was put in a situation where he had to tell Every single person That was there so, In situation as, as, And then as we an, go into like, like other dates And it's like The same thing It's like but okay, as, those two guys Don't like each other
1: Yes But I, I think it helps Because I think This kind of needed A kick in the pants This season yeah. And I think This, this episode I was kind of like Okay I'm finally on the show <laughs> Like are people Still going to be into it Like you know And yeah. but I was like and, and the first episode I was like okay and then now i'm like okay this is this is fucking juicy i'm i'm happy that they that they but like had some shit let in this me episode. ask you yeah. chrissy
0: because they i get what you're saying in terms of like the whether it's the show or not but like, if you were a critic yeah. of the show and say hey i want good tv but yeah. like the human side kind of a dick move producers to bring mike and force him to do that and my question to you chrissy is because again well Nellie and i were watching it it was like oh man, like really, this soon? But now that we saw the whole date- It worked out. And then it worked out, and do you think having been there, as you kind of already said, but like, do you think Mike left that date thankful it played out the way it did?
1: I'm telling you, I saw him like the happiest, he's probably been in years. Like he was just like, I feel great. I I can't believe I won i can't i'm so i just think it was this relief now everybody in the because i'm sure he'd been in situations over the years like i was out of work situation maybe new friends maybe he joins a basketball team and he doesn't share that part of his life with friends and it's kind of hangs over your head and it, it keeps you from being a really authentic person and you know they have all the time in the world to hang out and get to know each other and i think you know a beautiful part of doing the bachelor is that you guys do become such good friends with each other you know, just hanging out, a lot of strong friendships. So, I think it's going to even help him, like, you know, enjoy his time with the guys more. being yeah. that he was honest.
0: Also, knowing what we know now, uh, like, I don't think Mike comes close to top four. No, I don't. Because, so. Chrissy to answer your question, let's say they thought they had this guy and Mike, and after night one, you know, despite Katie saying I don't have a top two, I have a top twenty-two. Like, Katie has preferences, and she has expressed these preferences to producers and they're like well what about this guy mike oh yeah i forgot about him it was probably in it. like we all have been there in katie's shoes and so it's like this is a gut good guy who's open about it who means a lot and people love a good version story so let's give him an opportunity to share her story his his story rather and again i go back to like what like you know for all the shit they might sometimes get i am incredibly grateful of both Caitlin and the producers for allowing me and at the time thinking tricking me into going as far as I did into a proposal for Caitlin. And at the time I was so mad at her and so mad at them. And I am now so great. It took me a long, longer time to appreciate it, but so grateful of that opportunity to be my best self in that moment and get, you know, I guess validation. And it's, it's a weird thing to, it really shows like the lesson of, you know, immediate, how, how you might feel about something in the immediate moment is not how you're going to feel about it as you let it marinate, get it all the thoughts of opinions. It's more of a risk per mm-hmm. se, because you really don't know, but it sounds like it, this, this moment might be a great moment, whether Mike goes home next week right. or in four weeks, he will feel more confident in his, um, decisions and less judged. And maybe be more open about it. Because maybe he'll I,
1: become a motivational speaker. Maybe he
0: will. And honestly, like I do, I do like all jokes aside. I think he, I, I hope every virgin who watched that episode will look at it through the lens that Mike did. Because yeah. I, I hope that to me sounds like a real reason to wait as opposed yes. to all the other bullshit that's out there and the fear and the shame and the self-doubt that we, we yeah. al- also wait. I don't yes. know I thought it was great I, I, I really too. and I got a little teared up from, yeah. from it I was like what a love. i i I love I got more teared up in that moment than than the uh Greg moment but you, I, I teared up in both well that fits me
1: I teared up in both too because I was an old virgin and my dad is dead I should have been on the date with her <laughs> we would have just been crying up a storm um but uh Okay, yeah. So now let's talk. Can we talk now about the mud wrestling?
0: Yeah. Well, do we wanna cover yeah. Greg's date any more than we oh, wait. have?
1: Greg was a fishing date.
0: Yeah. I so, mean, I
1: just think they hit it off. I think they do have chemistry. I think it was really sweet. Um,
2: can we talk about their
1: matching outfits?
2: They were literally wearing the exact same adorable. outfit. That, that was I love, the like hood. That was with the so flannel. cute. The matching
1: outfit. Yeah.
0: I mean, now I go I go out of my way. Yeah. I now mean, I, I go out of my way to dress like I think it's hysterical I thought to go it out was in public really, yeah. and do that.
1: I think they're cute. Like they definitely have like a connection for sure. Be
0: prepared to see a lot less of Greg for the next three or four yeah. weeks because for one, you know, we just got to get other get, get to know other guys. If if I'm right and this was about us getting to know Katie, that they and Katie really likes Greg. We don't want Greg necessarily to be a villain. and I don't think he really has that energy per se. No. And, and some of it is this luck of the draw or casting, you know, who else, who's willing to speak up. And right. since we have a Carl and we have a Aaron and some of these other guys, like we're, we're fine. Um, but yeah, just be prepared America to see a lot less of Greg because we'll get to, you know, his second one-on-one whenever he gets it. I, and I su- su- suspect he will, we'll probably be the next time we see Greg minus yeah. a, minus a couple like sound bites.
1: Well, they'll have the rose ceremony next week, right? So sure, yeah. So she'll say Craig, and but we'll are, see Craig. Oh, but he, are, oh, but he <laughs> already yeah. has a rose. Yeah, so like
0: he has has a rose. I'm just okay. saying, we're not going like to see. We'll
3: yeah, yeah. be like on group dates. Yeah, We'll be like on group dates, and you'll see them sitting on the couch real quick. And there'll be a, a couple moments. Yeah, got it.
0: Also, like, let's talk about like you know, so early on, Greg, he's really good at having conversations. He obviously has a good face, but his ability to connect in a sincere yeah. way, like. You know, we'll get more into Thomas, especially next week. Oh, I want to talk about Thomas. No, so I, yeah, I don't want to give too much away about my date next week that I have with him. Okay. But what I thought about Thomas from my date, I'm, uh, I'm seeing it already in this season. And th- the Thomases, the Aarons, and, and, and it happens every season. A lot of These guys talk to Katie about what they think they should hear, and that is... I never thought I would see a connection already. I'm already developing a connection. And they're not asking her questions about what a connection means to her, or they're not expressing to her what a connection means to them. It's just more, I'm already feeling it. And I'm like, Aaron mentioned he has a connection with Katie after night one, which is maybe 10 minutes. It's yes, just still like- oh all- I
1: thought that was so weird. So so Thomas was on my date, right? So I got to talk to Thomas too. He had, they didn't, I can't remember what his thing was. But um, I liked what he was putting together. He was, like, working on notes. I mean, I thought, to me, he was, like, the hottest one.
0: He's he's gorgeous.
1: Because he's tall. I'm tall. He's strapping. But he's not overly muscular. Like, the guy that's a little overly muscular and has, like, two intensive brows, the one that was in the box. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, a little too... Like, that's a little too polished for me. Like, Thomas is just, like almost too good looking but like i'm still into it
0: yeah so i feel like let me know if you agree james puts a little like they're both naturally attractive guys james puts more work yeah than thomas has to like thomas could kind of not give a shit and until like unless like old age might catch up with them but right now his whole life he's literally had to wake up and that's that's pretty much it he's 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 blessed with genetics
1: Right, like, I, hey, I've been try. I'm trying to get this going, um, in the zeitgeist of the world, but with everybody always talking about white privilege, there is, and there's also wealth privilege, obviously that transcends races. But there's just a pretty privilege. There is a pretty sure. privilege that no one's talking about. It does not matter what yes. race you are. If you're super attractive, sure. Like I yes. had a friend whose mom was very attractive, and my friend's attractive. And she, her mom would be like, follow me. I'll show you how you get free dry cleaning. Like she, you know, and she'd flirt with the dry cleaner. Cause she was like a single mom. And it was just like, you learn these things sometimes like, and you, you learn, you know, that like, like there's things that come to you just because you're attractive and, sure. and people notice you and give you, you know, more energy and more positivity because you're hot
0: or tall. There's well, height, I think okay. I think that's <laughs> going to
1: be the new thing. I think that's going to be the thing where now people are going to turn and be like, "We have enough talls at the company. We have yeah, enough I mean, talls at the p- company. We need some smalls." And speaking of a tall, I'm and sure a small, people will try,
0: but I don't know if it's going to get
1: ready. Uh, get I'm ready. ready
0: for anything, Heather. But,
1: <laughs> but they're going to start asking people's height. Okay, listen. But um, Thomas also being now, he's really tall. Like I think he's like six five, six five
0: six at four, least. Yeah. He
1: could almost be six seven. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, you know, she's, she's a small. And she's, when a small gets with a tall, a lot of tall ladies start to turn on the small. Like, why are you taking all of our kind? Like, we, need, we, we only have so many You choices. could have
0: anyone. I can only have yes, so yes. many. Yes, yes.
1: So, but a small likes a tall and a tall likes a small because it's just like a little spinner. They can just spin on your dick and like, yeah, this is a combo. Spin spin. And then I've had smalls <laughs> tell me and go, don't hate me, Heather. Like I needed a tall. I'm so small. I couldn't even cook. Like I need my tall to get my stuff in my kitchen. Like, so just like, don't hate on it. I go, functional hey, thing. Love is blind and that goes for height too. But when Thomas scoops her up already on a first kiss, Do you see that? Yeah. He fucking scooped her up like a little, like a toddler baby. Just scooped her up on the lap. (laughs) And it was like, I was like, the only other time I'd seen that much of like, oh. Like a little puppy. Like uh, she had to change her underwear after. She had to go to the bathroom and change her underwear after. (laughs) The only time I've ever seen that on The Bachelor before is when Jojo and her guy, Jordan, they were on a group date and he like brought her around the corner and he fucking shoved her up against the corner. And I was like, and they're still together today. So I'm saying like, there's some chemistry. But always, if there's ahead. a
0: wall there, use the wall. It's a helpful oh my God. I teammate. love, I love to
1: push me up against the wall and let's make um, out. Also like wait, t- t- the, the yeah.
0: looks are high. When someone like yeah. Katie, who also said in this episode, I don't know what it is about you. And I'm like. It's your face. It's, it's, your, your, body. Face. it's just, your body. It's your body. It's your connection I can't explain he's like, he's that like, I'm feeling. And it's just like, it's...
1: He's like a caramel, like, delight. It's his he's,
0: face, is height. And you think he has a giant dick, you know? Like, well,
1: yeah. Well, she probably... I not know out. what it is. I think she felt I'm it so when he confused. lifted her. When he lifted her up <laughs> and put her on the lap, she fucking probably felt it up against uh, her butt and was like...
0: And that's where um, love is. Love that is, is where love
1: is. And so, but... Uh, okay. I don't know what it is yes. I know, It's so
0: hard to can't put my finger on it Because you don't want to sound superficial but speaking, I think,
1: speaking of a soundbite Coming up the trailer for next week Or later on episode When they start to, And then it gets into like Who's not here for you for, for, When they say to Thomas And we'll get back to the other stuff That's
0: either I could t- It's next episode it or, or it might bleed into four
1: When they said Have you Like he's on trial have you ever thought I might be the next Bachelor? And Thomas goes, yes. To me, I think that's great. Of course you have. Uh Every single person that even types their application to get their first interview knows that an end result of this might be having a podcast, being the Bachelor, having a million (laughs) million followers. I'm saying, like, that is it. You know, everybody is there with the hopes of, Hey, this is a twofer. I might fall in love, but I also might get a whole other career out of it. I might be able to do more than sing in piano bars. I might be able to be a model. I might...
0: I think next week and the week after will be a really interesting discussion, one of which will be around Thomas for that reason. And again, I don't want to give too much away about the date or whatever, but, you know, for me, like, I... I had a quick... Thomas, when I met him, I met, like, nine other guys. I, like... I watched him very closely, and I paid very close attention to what he said and how he said it. Well, but he if,
1: already has a meeting with Cast Media, so just chill out. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I don't care. God, he's, and, getting, he's like getting—he's getting a little pressured, freaking out.
0: Yeah, no, he's fine. But I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious because, like, on the on the on the flip side, you're right. A lot of the things that might come up, I yeah. think there's an, a fair discussion to have yeah. about, like. Who is actually more honest And who is more sincere And we saw that already With the Aaron uh, Aaron Cody thing
1: Which That was annoying as shit Because, because we like, still what don't co- know what it is
0: We don't know what it is <sighs> And at, like at, at best The The Editors made it seem like Cody's awkward response To being attacked out of nowhere With no validation and being Put in an environment where the last thing you Want is one guy saying you're A fraud you're a fake and how do You defend yourself with Unsubstantiated rumors that might Of which be totally like one Man's perspective and And I honestly like And so like yeah there are a couple Moments where if you wanted to if you didn't Want to believe Cody the show gave you enough ammunition to be like, I don't know. There's something yeah. about him. Not but me. Like-
1: I thought it was so fucked. Top. I thought it was awful. I was like, there's awful. not one piece of evidence. There wasn't even a story that, that was made up. Like I was at a bar and this guy came on to my girl. He then put this on social media saying that I, there was not one thing. Now I know there's going to be some sluice that better find out what the hell he did on social media that, uh, had any that qualified him acting like this because i was like first of all i one thing my sister wrote me the first episode she goes wow a lot of people from san diego and someone else said that too there's like six of them between like pacific beach no but there's like so many but they so they wrote san diego but then they also was like la jolla pacific beach and for those of you that don't live in california that's all basically like san diego proper and <laughs> yeah. i'm like okay so they got a pool of people from san diego so obviously there is some history with this guys but like what probably not nothing right valid history. but, it, but yeah. again the situation
3: again, in this COVID situation, you see, I feel like as a viewer, because I've been a fan for so long, as a viewer, you're seeing the the producing of it more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're seeing they're putting them in the mud pit together. Obviously Aaron wins so that he can sit down and he can have the conversation with Katie. And then that drags into the night and blah, 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 blah. And so on and so forth. You can see, I feel like as a viewer, you're seeing behind the curtain more. Well, yeah, like I I, I don't think
1: you could tell there was any tension between the two of them when they got into the mud thing.
0: I
3: love
1: how. They kept that, that, saying tension, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah.
0: "Other I'll, than the music you're playing in the background, yeah, they're like, doing yeah, literally the, the same totally thing as the other time. guys, yeah. right?"
1: You know, like clearly they said, "Hey, like these two don't like each other." So just and like, we saw
0: have... on episode one them like actually having a uh, discussion, but they, discussion, it. But it they gave so us weird. no context. I'm so and
1: then the guy, I guess, just acted, you know, classy to Katie when he got the boot, but like yeah that this sucks like you do give up whatever job you have you have to give up then you had to do like the six six weeks or or a couple or i i think there was six days of literally being by yourself with like not great food in a hotel room for the quarantine
0: (laughs) it was terrible food oh it's brutal
1: i when i left there i said i "I don't know how you guys the producers are going to do like another six weeks i'm so sick of this southwestern salad i'm gonna fucking kill myself It was like, brutal there was literally brutal. like four choices of food yeah it's not good. a vegan chili
0: it's southwest
1: chicken salad
0: by the time you but but two days before i left they like updated their menu We I mean like we need to do more still not great but better
1: like switch it up something they go, offer they chicken fingers the menu. or something
0: like, yeah um, and
1: so i mean he was just i was like this is so unfair and i, I really need someone to find out if there was anything where is the post? Like, you, if you could dig up Chrissy Teigen's uh, pedophilia, pedophilia right. posts, please, Bachelor vile fans, figure it out. Tell me what it is. I would need to yeah, know. Yeah, well, uh,
0: probably, probably nothing. I don't know, Chris. It's interesting you mentioned like COVID. I don't, I don't see, I don't see it as a result of COVID. I mean, I, I have a, I can't give an objective opinion on this because i know how it all works so when i see something i'm like okay this is probably how it all went down but as a viewer I, I i mean the show has been on for so long like yeah if you pay attention they've given you the playbook years ago so i'm just wondering why you think it's that much more obvious and maybe it's because they're not traveling the dates yeah the dates have less distraction it's just like what yeah. can they do like i don't know we'll go fishing and roll in mud
1: yeah, they have and, to and make like it. Like I said, up. they're also very limited in like what they could do at that place. No, but I don't you know? think they're yeah.
0: making up I don't do you think they're making up this drama?
1: I, don't I just think, think that it, I think it's
3: being more pushed, I think it's being more produced and pushed out because they have to figure out a way to make these uninteresting dates interesting. Because the dates aren't presenting themselves in a place where they're like, you know repelling from a waterfall and they're like trying to show their macho man thing. Yeah, and, you know I, something like that. Like they have to figure out a way to make the boring interesting well, because I mean, they're and, not in these crazy situations. I props like, to the
1: producers because you are losing huge elements of huge. of you know a helicopter over Hollywood, going to Bali. Yeah. Like you they so and yet where would it would create the pe- tension? Yeah. And people are still watching. So yep. like I have to say like I think they they're doing the best job. I'm just kind of like, I just need to know if there was anything, and maybe it wasn't revealed because there might be like a legal situation of like saying something that you know they don't have a screenshot of, but someone someone listening to this will find out or know yeah. somebody knows one of them and will find out what the deal is.
0: My guess is that when something like this, Aaron knows a girl that Cody used to date. Yes. And and she didn't like the way he handled it. Yeah. And a lot of here. I mean, uh, I'm from Milwaukee and and they're from San Diego. And well, a lot of differences. I remember going to San Diego first time and I thought to myself, well, other than the ocean and the weather and like the the size of the city felt a lot like milwaukee and that is a really small city that if you're a socialite and you are a part of the bar scene you fucking know everyone there's cliques just like high school yeah. it's a very clicky kind of thing and so like a lot of rumors and and grudges that are really substantiated by almost nothing right. are kind of all rampant and all over and my guess is cody's probably a decent enough guy and some, and, and and Aaron just doesn't like him.
2: But his response to it was kind of, he got really, really calm, in a way we have not seen him be calm the whole time. Cody? Cody, and I just think if he really knew that there was nothing against him, he would have pushed back a little harder. I don't like, know. He seemed kind of at peace with the situation. Which I don't know, sometimes when, when people react
0: like, very aggressively and defensively, to me that is a like a a sign of their guilt when the lotter yeah, you like, get you're
1: like everybody that watches Dateline like his wife was murdered and he you know wasn't crying well I don't know how are you are supposed to act when your wife is murdered yeah like he's the first time I... he's on a TV show and a girl that he's like spent 10 minutes with is like it's not gonna work out and she's you know he doesn't know her well enough to be like really bitch like you know when other people there was the one guy on um, Claire's season when she like said goodbye to him and he's like, you're the oldest bachelorette. And he was yeah. really awful and rude. Yeah, terrible. So he probably saw something like that and was like, Listen, "Don't do that." My reputation's already on the line. Not worth it. So if yeah. I'm gonna leave and go back to my job in San Diego, like, let me just be classy to this woman who's being classy unfortunately this is where my road ends and like it is what it is save what you can say totally agree
0: with you and not to give you a hard time but like that is what the show is counting on you at least they're hoping at least some people have that opinion right and it just goes to show how like how risky it is to have a judgment like that and yeah it's based off of like logical thinking on your part and your but like I, I can tell you like in that he's been there for less than a week and everyone who goes on that show has a fear about being the villain has a fear about what like you know I, again I've told this story like I the last th- I was broken up for a year and a half with my girlfriend at the time the first time like we weren't dating I was clearly single but I still had paranoid thoughts about like we still have mutual friends what if like she gets mad because I'm on the show and says you know everyone is this paranoid right so he goes on there and he gets accused by Thomas for these things, and he's pr- I by Aaron. Sure, yeah, by Aaron. Thank you. And and he's just like, I yeah, he's just thinking about like, holy shit, this is his calmness when my guest was processing what the fuck. And yeah. yes, and and it could have been a million different things, but it certainly doesn't mean he's definitely guilty. He might be. Uh, we don't know, he but- He screams
2: his... like, okay, so I'm in a deep dive. He yeah. screams like a wannabe influencer. And I found his ex-girlfriend from 2018, but she's private, unfortunately. But like every single post he has is right like- Right now,
1: request her, Is like a her photo is...
2: shoot. Okay, like, you know, but like, hashtag. it's Wait,
0: 2021. And half the guys twenty are, yeah. are just like... Are, he to just Heather's point, He's like, they're all there hoping to get a million followers. Every always. single one.
2: Why he has an elbow you? tattoo. I mean, sitting something. At home <laughs>
0: I'm not stumping had, for kind of Cody. He,
2: he just has an elbow tattoo. No shade to tattoos. It's just something about his vibe felt a little bit off to me. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But, you know...
0: I'm not saying he's your person. I'm yeah. saying... And just because he... Like, it's... If you... The only way someone can claim that they're not there for followers or fame of some kind is by having zero social media presence right. whatsoever and I don't ever they don't even create one yeah. short of that you are guilty everyone's guilty
1: then people think that's creepy they're like what's what are you hiding yeah. weirdo like, like it's 2021 how's any supposed anybody supposed to find you I mean it's like it's like in Sex and the City when um you know, when Carrie wouldn't get a cell phone, like, you know, 20 years ago, she was like, no, not doing it. And it's like, you have gotta, like, everyone has to have it, you know, so that people can find you. And so it's like, but you're right. And there's people that have 30 followers that'll be like, hashtag LaCroix. Like they, so, you know, just like manifesting it and whatever. And that's okay. Like, so what? Like, you look at these people that go on Bachelor in Paradise, get to go on free trips, get a bunch of, you know, new Revolve clothes every day. And it looks like what they're doing is so easy. We know in this business how much time posting and keeping up with all this stuff truly takes. But to someone at home, it's like, hey, you know, hi, guys, want to pop in here really quick and tell you how much I love my new skincare that just looks so easy to the person that's like in a cubicle, miserable, that has a good body and is pretty and is single, and they're like, "Yeah, I think I'd like to go on the Bachelor."
0: Yeah, and my guess is, like with some of the other Katie, just Cody, not in her and in, in, not she, in her top third, right?
1: She wasn't giving up anything yeah. by giving him and the boot. So, so she's and, like, and yeah. they
0: probably were like, "Well, what do you think about this?" And she's like, "I don't know. I'm not into him. Anyway. I'm not into yeah. him anyways. So I'll yeah. just send him home, which is great for the show because now." this guy got sent home based off of loose accusations. And now everyone's just like, all it takes is a fucking rumor for me. To get yeah. sent home. And that puts hence the fear Carl. of God in all of them. Hence set up the Carl. Yes. Yeah. Right? Let's it's get back to
1: t- Carl. How annoying was that then?
0: Was it more <sighs> annoying that Carl did that? Or Aaron was the arbiter of like, ju- like, hey bro. you Like are, the trust guy. Like you were the one who just outed fucking Cody. Yes, yes. And now you're telling Carl to shut the fuck up? Yeah. Like you didn't have any more evidence. Or you didn't present any more evidence to the yeah. guys or to Katie uh at least from what we saw than carl from what we did. saw yeah and he
2: presented a name at least carl
1: when carl didn't even say a name that was the best part of that whole drama yeah and he just and, he, and she didn't ask him but he kept saying she asked me um you know who's not here for the right reason so i said i don't know that 100 percent of us are that's not what happened he was just like mm-hmm. i just want you to know <laughs> i have a feeling there's a few guys. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. We, we we gave a disclaimer last week. What I want to get in the habit every week. And that is, you know, let, when we talk about these guys, I want to be careful to set the boundaries of we don't really know them. We haven't met them. You got to see Carl. I got to see some of the guys. But we don't really know who they are. And we're seeing it on purpose. So same disclaimer as we deserve the right. But I want to say and this And everybody about, was
1: nice yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm saying he went on too long and, and made us suffer. But everyone was very respectful and nice to me and we're like very polite and very gentlemanly so i will say that
0: i want to say this about carl and while i don't know him and this is what we're basing off what we saw right the women listen to this podcast, or guys what doesn't yeah. matter car what carl did to katie in that moment was a monster red flag yes for anyone and when you go to sub and you start Planting seeds of doubt of like it's I don't I don't know I wouldn't call it manipulation like 101 and saying I want to scare you I'm going to scare you by Suggesting a truth I'm going to give you no Basis for it and then immediately Ask for your trust By saying I want to need you to trust me that's what Carl said doubt These guys are bad not going to give you Any evidence whatsoever what I want you To do is trust me to know that you're gonna figure it out. That's fucked up. And a lot of people do that to their partners by fear, selling fear, right? And giving f- no substantiated evidence and then tr- asking them to trust them to like help them with this fear. And that is like, it, ha- it's, it happens so often in relationships. And if that anyone ever does that to you, fucking run.
1: It, or even like in a toxic work environment where someone's just like, hey, I'm your friend. Yeah. Like, I think you're doing a great job, but, like, I don't know. There's something weird going on over here. They just did not... They were just talking shit about how you left for your grandmother's funeral. And, like, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't. Want I, to, I can't tell you who yeah. it is. I don't
0: want to start any shit, but, like...
1: No, but just tell me who it is because yeah. I'm just, like, worried. What should I do, Nick? Tell me yeah. who it is because... Like she wasn't, I mean, I did not lie. My grandmother's dead. Do I need to bring in a death certificate? Like I need this job.
0: Yeah. And uh, what Carl did was (laughs) an incredibly toxic behavior, at least what we saw. And if he does that in life to, whether it's his friends or other women, like run. Yeah. Because that's that's such toxic energy. It's such manipulation. It's truly bullshit. And again, we don't know. Maybe someone was edited and I'm not saying what Carl is. and, And I reserve the right to like, who knows maybe we're missing context but it's uh watch for that because that well, you were
1: you were missing 17 minutes of his uh speech but i'm so. just talking about
0: his conversation with katie like maybe <sighs> for all Brutal. we know he gave right. her specifics and it was left out we right. we have no idea and he clear it was pretty clear he did he refused to give specifics specifics to the guys and we saw katie say well tell me i need you to know and he's like no so like i'm pretty sure that's pretty much how it went down but i i don't want to like call carl Narcissist When I Based off of A TV show So I have a
3: question But he's competitive
0: But Competitive doesn't mean anything Doesn't mean manipulation And what I'm saying That specific action Is a very dangerous quality That people overlook In dating situations By uh, by trying to gain trust From people By scaring them With Just vagueness And fear And like you play To people's fears If Katie is going Into an environment And that's a fear That every lead has Is like Fuck You're like Does anyone here want to date me? Yeah. You know, like everyone has that fear. And
1: Claire Claire had that freak out Everyone has that fear. But I have a question for you, being that you are on The Bachelorette. When you're hanging out like at the house and they, you know, don't let you have your phone, you can't watch TV, you can't read a book. Do you guys talk about like, I mean, also you were on when the social media stuff wasn't as crazy as it is now. But did you guys talk about, like, aspirations, career aspirations Not and stuff? Not
0: as much because, again, truly, like, seven years ago, well, so Instagram existed, Facebook is Like, social media was definitely yeah. here. But the playbook didn't exist. There weren't influencers. You know, there weren't swipe-ups.
1: But were there people that were, like, acting? Like, now, mm. for, Con- for Connor being that he... His career told yeah. to me was I'm a fifth grade math teacher or an eighth grade yeah. teacher, yeah. something like a that. A lot more of those. And now you know that he's really a singer. Or maybe back in your day, there was someone who really wanted to be like a sportscaster. He might be a something teacher. Something like that. I just know that he's, know?
0: like he, I heard him say, he. you could be a teacher and perform in a panel bar. Yeah. You yeah. could be both. Um, and if I'm going to go on the bachelorette, right, I'm definitely going to lead with teacher.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: But I'm just saying like- yeah, The guy you know, with the guitar. Seven yeah. years ago- you know for all the conversations about right reasons back then it's far more valid to doubt people's genuineness now and through no fault of their own how do you not like hope that you get a million followers like it's just i don't fault the people it's just society and social media has created this world where it's hard to go on a show knowing because part of part of the genuineness that people might have had six or seven years ago was just not knowing how to do it yeah it was like I, if i knew how to turn this into something more trust me i would want to make that happen i just have but no they fucking clue
3: did six or seven years ago and six or seven years ago they would show up with a freaking guitar that's how they would do it sure but it was way guitar. more obvious there was now. a guy with and, a guitar every season yes for sure. but, but and also, now
0: whether you don't play guitar or not right. you just know like if this goes you know if this goes well for me these are ha- a handful of things that are Probably going to have the stars not even dance with the stars But
1: dancing with the stars was a thing though. (laughs) I know it was a thing for like the last Ten years
0: that's what I'm saying you don't have To be the bachelor and you don't have to get on dancing With the stars to make something Of this you just need to be popular enough to go on Paradise or get a second chance and just Get some followers yeah right And anyone who goes that show Now like when I went on the show it was just Like I don't know It'd be kind of cool to get followers I guess I don't know and there's no way I'll Ever be the bachelor because like what are the odds I'm like, like one out of 30 so it was just like, eh, I mean, that'd be cool, but I don't really think that's ever gonna happen to me. And I, and I, if you're asking me what I thought most people thought back then, it would be just like me. It was just like, yeah, all these could be cool, but I doubt it's going to happen. Well, we now there's just more pockets of like, well, I don't have to be the bachelor. I don't have to go on dance with the stars. I don't even have to be top four, but I might be able to get X, Y, or Z. And, and now everyone has more of a chance to make something, which just makes everyone more disingenuous.
1: Um, wait I want to talk about a couple guys this guy's getting no airtime, and I'm telling you I thought he was the hottest one Garrett Garrett go up He's the, he is a carrot top oh, you he's, like our, he's our first carrot top in the franchise yeah, it's too, so he's a handsome guy so that, talk about diversity he's our Prince Harry before he meets Megan <laughs> and he is tall good looking fucking charming as shit and, and you're
0: saying this because you met him. I met him. He okay.
1: and his presentation was not featured at all. But basically, he told me that like he he knew all the answers. He took a sex class like about all of it in college. He also told me he once had sex like I don't know nine times in a night, something crazy. Um, <laughs> Hello, but he's Karen. also like very well spoken and like. Right when I sat down, he's like, first of all, I want to tell you, like, totally kissed my ass. Like, I think everything you do is amazing. I like, you know, he's all about like, I'm kind of surprised. I, I'm i telling you, as long as he stays on the show, I would be shocked if he didn't get featured more. I don't know if she's going to end up with him. But I predicted that he could be the next Bachelor if she keeps him around long enough. I that's think interesting. That's sexy and charming. And like I said... I know diversity you know means different ethnicities but we haven't had a carrot top
0: well based on what you're telling me I'm going to say that he'll probably go home in the next two weeks because I truly had no fucking clue he existed until this moment
1: so you don't think they're ever going to let him pop well like Heather
2: to introduce Maybe Heather could just match make Garrett and myself. Yeah. I'm
1: telling you, Garrett is a fucking winner. He's
0: sincere I, I and he's a babe. I I don't doubt it, right? Again, going back to like how this all works, a lot has to do with who the lead likes, right? And then and after they figure out who the lead likes, you sprinkle in yeah. some of the, the best storylines. And while Garrett might be charming, he might just be a guy who's like had sounds like he's had a decent amount of sex, but like no really compelling story or past. And since what he was probably casted as a guy They thought Katie might actually like And turns out she actually doesn't There's got a it. handful of those people Like I easily could have gone home night one And you would have never seen or heard from me again Because Like there is like I don't know And you might like him So like half the producers thought She would like me Half the people Half the producers thought This guy's gonna be so fucking boring And she liked me So like I got lucky right And so it seems like my guess is and who knows like unless you some, like something's gonna have to have, have, have to happen real fast in the next couple episodes because uh, they would figure out a way especially on that date to at least show him like just remind you this guy's still here we haven't gotten to him yet he's not and i truly don't remember him at all
1: wait who was the one that grew up poor that she had a good kiss with that guy too uh
0: did, did, did he got the group date rose well, he's in my top Andrew four S. Andrews, yeah, funny. I really like him.
1: He was cute. I, and then, he's
0: definitely top four after we like, yeah.
1: Trey is really fun and cute too, but I think I feel they have more of a friendship. Uh, like, yeah. I think yeah. she puppets. enjoys. He it. He's puppets. got like a really like gregarious yeah. way about him, so he's like adorable.
0: I could see him in paradise. He's like that classic like middle of the pack, really fun. nice and charming, funny, yeah. easy to talk to. Like, I, you know, not my favorite, but he probably goes into his ITMs and he's like, yeah, this guy's an asshole or he sucks. Right. And and he's not really adding any value to the show. And Katie is just like thinks he's a nice guy.
1: Yeah, she's. Yeah. Um, Okay, wait, I want to talk about a couple more people that. okay, the single dad.
0: Oh, who was sidelined. He really took a bullet. I mean, so because usually that would again would have been Greg on the sideline as opposed to the dad. And sort of like, I don't know well, you know, your dad didn't die. Congratulations. Right. Greg's dad did. And we need America to hear Katie's story. Right. So we need to put you on the sideline and we'll see if you freak out instead of Greg.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's he's a quirky kind of guy. Interesting. Corky and then guy. not into Hunter, just not. And I just think it's weird. Like you write someone a long letter and just to like read it in front of you. Wasn't <sighs> he the letter person?
0: yeah yeah like
1: why don't you just say it I don't know okay. I, don't, I don't fault
0: anyone in that world who's just trying to
1: okay well we are faulting them. we were talking about it okay let's see on the topic of other irrelevant
2: people Justin the best part of my favorite part is of the Justin date, the painter no wait who's the he's painter he's the consultant but he was when okay. Carl was like you know what I'm saying guys and they just cut to Justin going no
1: yeah 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 no I think Justin is the painter hold on just remember remember the guy that painted the roses like in the beginning i think that's him and he's also really charming and sexy and like when he looks you in the eye it's pretty amazing so i hope he sticks around a little longer
0: thomas had the weird line too by the way of being like uh you're not gonna need a sex toy because you're gonna have me it's just like all right buddy who said that one thomas and I I I just think that's a uh, small dick energy. Was well, she toxic? Yeah. It's just like or big yeah, dick energy. I don't care who you are, or how good at sex you are. If you are a generous lover, then you will be comfortable knowing that your wife or girlfriend also enjoys masturbating as much as you do. And just because she's great at sex and you love having sex with her, it will never make a guy not want to masturbate ever like no guy has ever been like you know what i never need to masturbate again he might think that the first time after having sex but eventually right. he's just gonna enjoy some quality time so like guys out there it's fine allow him to have your vibrator it's not a reflection of you
1: oh you know who kind of bugs this courtney i'm just not feeling it he's all right all right well
0: i met him he seemed like a nice guy i thought as far as your experience on on the show it went probably as well as
1: I was loved it. I loved yeah. it every second, that's a nice
0: airtime. You you added I, value to the date.
1: I loved meeting the guys. I loved helping the guys, even though you didn't see that part. Um, I thought Katie was adorable. She was nervous. Um, I, I hung out with uh, Caitlin and, and Tasha after. I totally enjoy them, and um, so it was it was really fun. I loved all the producers. The whole the whole situation was like couldn't have gone better. So. Um, I do think it's going to be a juicy season and I do think it's yeah, fun. So.
0: I, I, I can tell you that next week is a, a big turning point for the season. I, I'm on the, I'm on a date and it's, a, I make a lot of guys cry. There's a lot of crying. There's really? A lot of crying. Next episode. Do you cry? I don't cry. Okay. Uh, A lot of crying. It's a, and, and it's, it, there's a, I mean, I only saw again, like, as you know, one date. So there's so much more that. I didn't get to see right, um, and uh, it was a it's a an intense episode. And um, I love uh, like you, I, I you know we'll see. I have no idea right if how much I'm in or how much like I know what happened, and, and I guess we'll see. But um, quick before we let you go, give us your top four and your winner.
1: Oh, well, you've concerned me now about Garrett, so we're just gonna have to set her up with your girl over here, this cutie over here. Um, I think it's going to be... Uh, hold on. This is, I mean, I'd love to, like, really get this good. So let me just think about it for a minute. Um, okay, I think that the guy, Greg, for sure. I think it's going to be Greg. I think it's going to be Thomas, top four. But she won't end up with him. I think it could be Justin, the painter. And I think it could... Um, there's going to be like one that we that hasn't been featured that much but uh-huh. i think maybe i want to say connor b but i feel like that's going to be the loop well there's like,
0: blake who hasn't showed up yet too
1: oh which was uh tasha's yeah. ex or
0: well and claire's and probably a lot of others
1: oh okay um christian christian's, christian's a cutie but i don't i don't see that them going that far uh-huh. so those are the ones i think what do you think
0: uh, still Greg's my winner. I think Blake's going to be the runner-up. Uh, I think Connor is in the top four, and I think Andrew's in the top four.
1: Well, you think Blake, the guy that shows up, is... It, yeah. is
0: yeah, because they made him part of the um, teaser. They, they focused a lot on him in that teaser trail. So wait, you said, okay, wait,
1: you said Greg's the winner, Blake, and then who else?
0: Uh, Carl, Andrew S. and Connor.
1: Where's Andrew S.?
0: Four. He got the group date, Rose, last episode. He's the one who related to Katie on growing up oh, and, yeah. and being uh, poor.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Andrew S. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, that's, I thought, you know, when they kept saying Andrew S, I thought that was his name. Not Andrew S. Like S is his last name. Like a S. duchess. I thought his name Andrew was S. like Andrew S. And I go, yeah. oh, that's kind of a cool name. Yeah. Never heard that name before. Okay. Very good. I feel
0: good about my top four.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> I believe in Christian because they've been showing Christian a
2: lot. Like, low-key, he's one of the people who they do a lot of confessionals. They had the whole narrative night one about him being worried about going home. I say keep your eye on Christian, Boston's boy.
1: He's really cute, but the accent is, like, (laughs) so strong, it's kind of crazy. But The Town is still my favorite Ben Affleck movie, because he was a criminal, but he was a good boyfriend. It still gets – it's my favorite era of Ben Affleck. So... I'm kind of hot for the Boston thing. Oh, I'm going to Boston, too. <laughs> That's the other city I forgot about. I'm going to Boston, too, Boston people. So hopefully, you will come see me. Why don't you join? Go home. We'll ask Garrett to come for you.
0: <laughs> Heather, always a pleasure.
1: Everybody listen to Juicy Scoop. It's Tuesday and Thursdays. I'm going on my <laughs> sixth year. And then I'm going on tour. I'll be in Miami Improv all this weekend. And then go to net for all my dates.
0: I'm nice with. The, I mean, you got the... You got the podcast plug on the show, and I'm watching and be like, "Well, fuck, I didn't do that." Oh, I,
1: like, I, I'll tell you how that worked out.
0: I'm sure okay. you. I, I was just like, "I'm not even a deal." Um, yeah, I'm, I'll tell you. Congratulations, what how, how you made that possible? Because I was like, "I'm not even gonna argue with them."
1: Oh, I'm also on. Uh, it drops today. The Hulu documentary. I don't know. I've not seen it, so I don't know how much I'm featured. But the Housewife and the Hustler. For all you Real Housewives (gasps) of Beverly Hills fans, I can't. I'm in the documentary.
0: Awesome. Check it out. Be sure to check out Heather's podcast, Juicy Scoop. Obviously, check out the Hulu doc. uh, And uh, you have a website,
1: HeatherMcDonald.net. All my dates. I'm coming to San Francisco, Seattle, Philly, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville. I'm probably forgetting another one, but I have a really great fall, um, a bunch of city wineries and improv. So come see me there.
0: Well, Heather, always great. Love Thank to have you. you. Again. And uh, good luck on all the things that you have going on. So, uh, so many things and your tour is exciting. Be sure to check out Heather's tour. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday with the one and only Tanks. Uh, you won't want to miss that episode. I promise you that. And if nothing else, we will see you tomorrow.